Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Sure. There's yeah. no words there. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. In five, four, three. Welcome to season six, episode nineteen of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, this is March third. 2018. I'm here with uh, Jeff Ponder and Bill Day once again. Um, we are doing the post-game show following the St. Louis Blues and Dallas Stars, <laughs> which uh, I, I'm guessing this show is not going to be uh, all you know sunshine and rainbows. So um, mm. <laughs> this is episode number 122 all time. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't because this is just this is uh, so. Let's just do our um, beers of the week. Let's, yeah, let's, let's save <laughs> let's it. Do, let's save it, and yeah. we'll do the normal stuff. Let's, though, let's do the beers of the week. We'll, we'll have some positivity. We'll we'll, we'll 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 get going here with beers of the week, and then we can uh, nice nice and easy slide into the, the I don't know what we're gonna call it the bonfire. <laughs> the, the, tra- the, the dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Yeah. Bonfires are fun. Bonfires are fun. Dumpster fire is gonna be fun. Should we I mention you, over the uh, you, at the top that we're gonna be opening this up much sooner than we usually do? Yeah, this is well. You've never been to Carbondale, so we've been, we, I've seen a dumpster fire or two in Carbondale. They're pretty fun. Yeah, yeah um, I've yeah. This is yeah. I go to school there. I've been there a few times, but I've never witnessed yeah. a Carbondale dumpster fire, which sounds like something we should look up on uh, Urban Dictionary. So uh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. About open the show up early for folks to join. We doing that? Yeah, I think okay. we should. I, mean, I don't know about we should probably get through our early stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll do the, we'll do the first mean, we'll, two bits. I mean, here in, a, in about five ten minutes, I'd yeah. say we should probably open it up. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, uh, beers of episode uh, one twenty two. Yeah, Bill, what you got? Um, I'm going with uh, something I picked up in just a random six pack um, that I had people over recently, so I pick up a random six pack whenever that happens, and. This was uh, one of the leftovers, Guinness 200th anniversary export stout, and it's yeah, it's stout. It's yeah, like like I tweeted. Uh, it's tight. If for nothing else, it's to remind us that there are things that have been around since it's the 200th anniversary, think unremarkable things that have been around a lot longer than the St. Louis Blues. Uh. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah. I always try to add some kind of insight, okay. you know, yeah. when when I post or try to make some tie. I, I appreciate that. I'm sure the listeners appreciate that. Uh, what do you got? Do you enjoy it? Is that I mean? Is it is it up your alley? No. <laughs> there are there are a lot of other beers I would drink before I pick this again. Okay. Uh, mine is a uh, standard Blue Moon because I think that kind of 
that kind of sums up my mood right now. I'm rather blue. <laughs> Actually, blue is not really that accurate. Right. It's more angry. If, there, if I had like an angry orchard beer, that'd right. be <laughs> or a Killian's red. Killian's red. That'd be a good one. Does angry orchard make a red beer, or they just make all cider stuff? <clears throat> I don't do the cider stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah, like. yeah. Not generally. No. Blue moon for me. So uh, it's, you know. Nothing special this week. Jeff, what do you got? Straight up corn corn alcohol? <laughs> corn. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, I've got uh, the Schlafly Pale Ale, which is uh, just a, a good go-to beer for me. I, I love it. Um, right. Yeah, nothing special. Yeah, just, I, I just like our special. blues. Nothing <laughs> special. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's not the beer isn't special. I love the beer, but I didn't go out of my way to get something crazy for the show because, you know what? Why should I put an effort if my team doesn't? That's deep too. I was I, there. I have something very good in the fridge that I did not want to break out this show because I didn't want to drink. <clears throat> I didn't want to drink when I was down. <laughs> I don't want to be that kind of guy. I don't want to be the guy that drinks when he's when he's depressed. <laughs> I don't want to start that trend. Oh, <laughs> that's dangerous. too late for me. <laughs> that's bad. I did that a long time ago. I like to drink when I'm happy, so I will. I'll I'll burn my my mood on this blue moon. <clears throat> Um, so, uh, yeah, the, uh, the blues, uh, ended up losing this one in overtime. Um, should we do today blues history? First? Oh, yes. I forgot. Let's uh, see. I don't have a, we have, we're doing this show freestyle today, so I don't have my outline in front of me. So yeah, let's do, uh, let's do that. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're, and again, it's, it's more because we want some of you to come on and, and join us and, and share in the grief that we'll be having throughout the show. Uh, before we do STL blues history though, I guess we should, uh, mention, we, as people watching live can see, we are not at the Steinberg Skating Rink. We are not at the Steinberg Winter Classic. What? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, what? I guess we could have played it off with uh, <clears throat> if for the people listening on the podcast. We could have just added some stick sounds in the background. Oh, yeah. That'd and, be easier to do. We probably should have done that. I, I just ruined it. <laughs> mm. uh, but no, we, uh, we we actually found out that uh, the power lines at Steinberg uh, Skating Rink, actually, I guess at that part of Forest Park, are the original power lines from the 1950s. So uh, they actually cannot even get Wi-Fi there. Uh, it's everything's so out of date. Um, they're even limited on their power supply. So uh, we were obviously uh, for those that are techie at all. In order to do a live podcast, you have to have Wi-Fi. So uh, that just uh, was not in the cards for us, and uh, we decided just to do the post-game show uh, from our usual studios, as we like to call them. And uh, But yeah, I will say that if you're listening now and, and you want to listen to the rest of the show and then decide, hey, we're going to, uh, you know, we're looking for something to do after this, head out to the Steinberg Motor Classic. Uh, we are... Uh, we are playing. I'm. I'm sorry. I have to stop, guys. Talk up the Steinberg Winter Classic. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah. The uh, well, uh, did did I was busy here uh, firing up the hockey ambiance, but uh, uh, I did he talk about playing in the uh, in the? Uh, he didn't talk about playing, did he? He no. didn't, he didn't he had, talk about playing. He had. Well, Ponder had a game this morning. I didn't ask him how it went yet. I was gonna wait for that on the show. Oh, that's a. So uh, yeah, that was a very short ambiance clip. <laughs> went to the next one. <laughs> Um, uh yeah 6 a.m games that's yeah that's the one part of uh you know not being an active player that i you know i don't miss that you know no. when, I, when i was a kid growing up you know the home rink was cahokia and we would never play uh never play games in cahokia before eight o'clock 
but damned if we didn't have games at Queenie Park at uh, 7 a.m. Uh, terrible. Yeah, or Creve Corps, drive all the way across the city for that. I had a I had a game at like 6 a.m. when we had a when I played for uh, in college. We had a game at Purdue, <clears throat> and we got to get up early, and that was that was rough. We had like four or five games that day. That was terrible. I'm guessing so. you guys are discussing my early game. Today. Your early game, your six. How'd it go? How'd it go? By the way. Oh, it was not fun. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did you? We, uh, you know, honestly, my alarm went off at 4:45, and I said, God. I thought for about five seconds, just skip it. They're gonna be fine. They don't need you. But um, I, I decided no, get up because if you skip, then three other people are gonna skip, and they're not gonna be able to house a team. So I, uh, I got there. Luckily, I'm surprised my entire team showed up, and apparently we all had that thought, every one of us. So I'm glad nobody listened to the first voice in their head when their alarm went off. Um, but I will say uh, to, to kind of close up this talk, but so we because I know people probably want to join. Um, if you're not doing anything tonight uh, and tomorrow on Sunday, the Steinberg Warner Classic will be going on all weekend. Um, I've got another game tonight at 7.20, so I'll be going back again. Already played in three games. I'm pretty dead tired. As Kurt and Bill mentioned, my 6 a.m. game today, uh, I have not slept, and it is 4.30 in the afternoon right now. So I am, uh, I'm going on 12 hours already on my day. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing in my last game and then coming home and sleeping about 14 hours. What time's your next game? 7.20. Is yep. the... So, yep, uh, that'll be fun. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a great time. And, uh, you know, Joe uh, Fresta Jr., who's in charge of it, does a great job with it. Uh, Annie and – I'm sorry, Ann and Jeff that uh, kind of run it from the uh, the rinks side, uh, the, you know, the more maintenance people, they do a wonderful job too. So if you're not doing anything tonight, um, and then mark it on your calendar for next year. It's usually the last weekend in February. It's a really good time. So definitely recommend it. But – on to this day in blues history brought to you by the stl blues history twitter account you can find them on twitter at stl blues history uh so uh, this day in 1990 the st louis blues kazoo giveaway night was sponsored by kc95 smash we all remember smash performs the national anthem with the kazoo and there were mixed reactions on March 3rd of this day in 1990. Do you guys remember the St. Louis Blues Kazoo giveaway night? <clears throat> I remember it being a thing, but I don't remember a thing about it. Yeah. I do not recall them. Actually, you know what? I What year was that? 1990. I want to say I do. I want to say I remember that. Um... I'm trying to find a, a good snappy quote here, uh, but I don't want to take too long. Uh, well, if you if you go to the uh, STL Blues Twitter page, STL Blues History Twitter page, um, he's got a, a, an article up by uh, the great Dave Luking, the former Blues beat writer for the Post Dispatch. Uh, so check that out. Uh, on March 3rd, 1990, so the same night, Brett Hall was named St. Louis Blues MetLife Player of the Month after breaking six team records in February. Uh, I'll read through this really quick. For the third time in five months, Brett Hall has been selected as the MetLife Player of the Month. Brett Hall established six team records in February. He broke five single-season marks for goals, and that was 54. Points by a right winger, which was 96. Power play goals, 19. Game-winning goals, 9. And hat-tricks, 3. 
He also set a club record by scoring points in 20 consecutive games. So that's a, it's a momentous occasion that night, I guess. You got the giveaway and you got Brett Hall tearing up the league. Uh, so Brett Hall had two power play goals and an assist in the Blues 5-4 win versus the Islanders. Hall became only the third St. Louis Blues player to record 100 points in a season. Others were Federko and Gilmore and became part of the first father-son combination with 100 points in a season. I believe that was the same night. That's cool. Uh, yeah. The St. Louis Blues honored the Pee Wee uh, AAA Blues for winning the 50th Quebec International Pee Wee Hockey Tournament. The team was coached by Al McInnes. Wait a minute. Is this? This is probably from recently, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he, he, uh, yeah. he not only tweet he not only goes back in history but he also tweets uh modern day stuff so. my bad that was uh so that's uh something that happened today if you're interested <laughs> out go to the stl blues history account well, it, well we talked about that a year from today well it is it is history it did happen earlier today that's true that's a good point <laughs> that's that's it that's it from stl blues history so thank you to the stl blues history account for uh, sponsoring this segment. They're a good follow. If you don't follow them, please do. <clears throat> if you don't follow them, you're doing it wrong. You are doing it wrong. There's one of the must-follows on Blue's Twitter. Oh, for sure. And, and well-deserved. Completely well-deserved. Um, I went ahead and I... Uh, there we go. It should be live now. I went ahead and opened the show up. So uh, if you wanted to, go to letsgoblues.com slash radio... And click on the Join Us Live on the Air button graphic. Uh, you can do so, and you can give us your two cents on the blues, the state of the blues right now. <clears throat> We'd love to hear it. So, Kurt, yes. why don't you give us your two cents on today's game? My two cents on today's game. I was, um, I, I've said on the show before many times that I dis- I, I'm a despiser of Jamie Benn. I know, I know Ponder is not so much. Ponder kind of likes him. But... Uh, you know, great player. I like the game, but I hate playing against him. Fantastic player, great player. Uh, but he's a he's a he's a bastard on the ice. He's he's uh, he's a cheap shot guy. Um, not not dirty take out of the play kind of a guy, but uh, the extra shot here and there, which you know, I mean, a lot of players do that. But uh, today in the in the game, you know, with him laying on Petrangelo and face washing him while he's on the ice, it's just, I mean. It, it it might not seem like a big deal if you if you don't already already despise Ben, but I, I can't stand him. So I'm sitting I'm just watching him like he's just laying on Petrangelo and it's and his face washing him on the ice. And I love seeing Shen go up to him after the fact, uh like uh, the next stoppage and give him a bump or say something to him. That was uh that was nice to see. So you gotta like Shen's attitude. Um but yeah, so the the, the player that actually scores in overtime to to win the game for the stars was Jamie Ben. <laughs> So, um, that kind of added salt in the wound to the already pissed off mood I was in from losing that game. You know what annoys me, and and listen, I again as, as I said earlier, I, I like Jamie Ben um, as a player, and uh, but but God, I hate playing against him. I'm sure it's the same for you, Kurt. I know Brendan Shanahan's one of your tops. Mm-hmm. When you saw him playing, when the Blues were playing the Red Wings, oh uh, yeah, right, I, you had you had to hate him a little bit. I. Right? I I hate uh, I hated the situation, you know what I mean. I, I hated the fact that I had to root against him. That was that was that was hard for me. I, Shanahan was like one of my all time favorites. I mean, 
total package as far as like what what fans love and players. Hard nosed guy. Uh, uh, he he was a, a fantastic goal scorer. He was funny as hell. Um, creative. He was a great interview. Um, you should, I mean, if, for those that aren't aware, that you back and read some read some of the old media guides. Uh, some of the stuff that he's, you know, his hobbies and things or whatever, he just made shit up. <laughs> just ridiculous stuff. But no, he's a fantastic player, um, great teammate, except for to great Craig Janney. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love the guy. I, I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, seeing him play uh, for the Wings, who at the time was my most hated team. I despise them yep. more than any team in history, um, to be honest, at that time. So um, that was hard. That was really hard for me personally. Yeah. So I, that's what I related to because I hated Brendan Shanahan at that point. Now, granted, I knew the minute he retired or the minute he went to another team, that hate would go. But that's what I related to because I, I don't hate the stars. I hate them when the blues play them. And uh, I, yeah. So when he was sitting, so this is what really frustrated me when he's sitting on Petrangelo, clearly not even trying to get up. And as he's getting up, he gives him the face wash. The referee's right there. Yep. Now I'm not. I am not. I am 100 for the the players policing the games for themselves to a certain extent. But when a player does that, to where the guy's just laying on the rink and he can't get up, one, that's a form of holding. Two, it's that's obstruction. Rubbing. That's it's obstruction. Sportsman interference. Yeah. There are so many things you could have called that, and the referee just lets it go. I mean, if you really want to take out the crap out of this game. I'm sorry. That's a penalty. You can't let a player do that. If, if I'm if I'm on the rink when that's happening, I see it happening. I skate over, and I check Ben while he's sitting on Petrangelo. <laughs> I just I put a shoulder into his head. That's what I do. I don't care. I mean, he's being a dick. Okay, you want to be an asshole? I'll be a dick right back to you. I that's agree with you, but I think the problem with that is he he retaliates. I think Petrangelo gets the penalty, and I think he knows that. No, I mean what? no, no, no. I mean if if I'm on the rink when I see that when I see him sitting on a player of mine on my team, oh, yeah. I'm gonna check him while he's sitting on my player. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh, go yeah, there no, and pull him off. I'm gonna I'd go over and just land to him. him off and I'd sit on top of him. Yeah, I, I would I would do something back. I mean I would do I mean, granted, yeah, you don't want to do something stupid to get a five minute major or whatever to get tossed or whatever, but um, it's a big game, you don't wanna but still. Yeah, I mean, not a whole lot more to say about it, but you know, Jimmy Ben has, you know, has historically been one of those guys that does very well against the Blues. Top scorer gets under your skin, and he showed that again today. And yeah, he's he is easy to be the the guy that you hate the most in the division right now, especially with how bad Chicago is this year. They don't really have, you know, Patrick Kane. You just hate him because, you know, he's Patrick Kane. Right. But there's a number of reasons I hate Patrick Kane. It's right. not just on the ice either, but you know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't I don't think we have to talk that much more about how great of a pest to the Blues, how great a nemesis to the Blues Jamie Ben is, especially since he got the overtime one. I don't even think he needs to I've said this before. I don't think he needs to be that kind of a that he don't doesn't need to play dirty like he does uh and take the shots that he does. He's a fantastic player. Uh, I just he just I mean I, I just I and mean, this is attitude is the way he is. I get it, but it, I mean 
You know, he's really good, and he doesn't have I to think, play that way. I think him playing that way is what makes him tick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think when I, he get when yeah, he sees there, himself get under a player's skin, he's that's that's what makes him go. Right there, there are several players that you can think of off the top of the head that that are like that. Pronger, yep. Pronger yep. was yeah. that way. Yep, you know, yep. and you know the, the physicality, the you know just the the. Being well, the other guy on the the stars, Roussel. I mean, just oh, well, giant douchebag. He's just well, he's not a fantastic talent. He's just a dirty player. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying he's a fantastic talent. He's just he's a douchebag that gets under your skin. Yeah, and that's what makes him tick. And I love seeing Thorburn fight him right off the bat. Um, even even though Thor, uh, uh, Roussel jumped him from behind and threw his gloves off and tried to wail on him while Thorburn's back was turned. I'm like, what? Are, that, that's that's. I mean, there. Any fighter will tell you, you know, the code in fighting is you, you don't do that. You don't you don't drop your gloves on a guy and start wailing from behind. Uh, to me, that's a situation where you you do on somebody if if someone just took a really dirty shot at one of your players and you jump them in retaliation. Okay, I get it. But when you want to square off with a guy, you don't just jump him from behind and start and start trying to wail on the back of his head. That's that's so Rousseau. Rousseau. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> very, yeah. very, he's, very accurate. He's a douchebag. Yeah. So well, this is a another reminder to our fans that we have uh, not fans, our listeners. They're not fans of us. Well, maybe Bill. They're probably all fans of Bill. I doubt that. <clears throat> um, that you can join us now if you go to letsgoblues.com slash radio. If you've never joined us before, all you need is whatever you are listening to this show on, whether it's a phone, a tablet, a... Um, computer laptop whatever uh, as long as you have uh, a microphone in some way on that device uh which most of them do nowadays that's yeah. how you join us so join headset us and, helps and, too and, yeah yeah we can uh we can definitely uh uh talk about this game and talk about past games and discuss uh what i want to talk about right now you guys mentioned the uh how well kurt you mentioned how nobody went after ben right away when that happened with petrangelo some people have brought up throughout the season the missing of toughness for this team. Um, do you think that's part of the reason the Blues can't seem to get themselves going is they're missing those guys to stand up for other teammates? I Well, Thorburn was in the lineup today. I right. Mean, right. That's that's his role on this team. That's I, his role. I, but what's Thorburn going to do to Ben? Nothing. He's not going to go after Ben. He's not going to touch the ice at the same time. No, no. And, and if he does, that's a bad, that's a bad play for the Blues. Um, I, I, I mean, Thorburn's gonna have to. Thorburn has to go after one of their, you know, second, third line guys. I mean, it's, it's I mean, that's not go after him, but I mean, you know, lay on them or I don't know what you know. Hey, I, 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 I think um, uh, Shen going after Ben was appropriate because it's a, it's a play where Shen might be out there when when Ben is, um, but he didn't go after him. He just he skated by and said something to him, which I liked, mm-hmm. appreciated, but. I mean, Ben didn't give a shit. I mean, I, I mean, when I played in leagues, Bill knows that I did stuff. Ben likes stuff, I guess. But um, and if somebody face wash, if somebody tell how, yeah, who and someone bit my finger one time too. I guess gonna got a face wash and he and he bit my finger. Um, but I, I I would not give. I don't give two shits if somebody said something to me about it on the ice. I did not care whatsoever. If I did something and somebody didn't like it. It's words, you know, what, what, what's, what's it going to do to me? So, I mean, I appreciated Shen saying something, but I don't know how much it affected Ben any. Probably not at all. 
Um, so I, I, along these lines, uh, TJ Mo, who is a former, uh, uh, I, don't, I think he's former, formerly of uh, CBS Sports Radio 920. Um, he tweeted out, can you imagine David Backus doing nothing after Jamie Benn did that to him? Petro is going to have to develop some attitude sooner or later. Um, do you guys think that's on Petro or do you think it's more on his teammates? Well, I don't think Petro's been that guy ever in his yeah. career. If, I agree. if there's anybody that could be expected or that fans might expect to develop into that guy, it's probably Pareko. I think, I think a lot of people, and uh, this is a good debate topic, uh, a lot of people are waiting for Pareko to become pronger to get that nasty streak. Uh, and I, d- I don't think that's who he is. No. I, I think he's, he's... That's like asking Pronger to be have Pareko's menta- uh, uh, temperament. That wasn't going to happen. Right. It's, it's a temperament issue. He, he doesn't get angry. And, you know, I, I don't think, you know, I, I think the one guy on the, the back line, well, besides Bortuzzo, um, but the one guy with talent on the back line who is going to step up and get in somebody's face is Edmondson. And obviously he's not in the lineup. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's a good point. Cause, uh, Edmondson being out, we have struggled badly. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the losing streak started when he, when he went down. Yep. So, um, He's a he's a good solid defenseman who adds toughness. He's a much better version of Bartuzo. <laughs> Block shots, moves yeah. the puck, jumps up at the right times. At yeah. least early in the season, he did. Yeah, I mean, and as far as toughness goes, again, we have Bartuzo in lineup too tonight. So we have Bartuzo, we have Thorburn. Um, we had a couple guys in lineup that you know would fight anybody just about. So I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I whether or not how much toughness is in the NHL now. Anyway, I mean, how much do you see teams do that? anymore i agree i will say though that that uh so an example that i would use as myself kurt when i was younger i uh was like you i started stuff i said stuff to get guys to take penalties i slashed in the backs of legs which i still do on occasion now but my game now more is is actually kind of been the peacemaker as i've gotten older i've kind of lost that mean streak on the rink um but for example there was a, a time recently in my ice hockey game where a guy gave a face wash to uh, one of my players uh, right after a whistle because he uh, he was poking at the goalie, and the guy just kind of said something to him. Hey, man, plays over, whistle blew, gives the guy a face wash out of nowhere. <laughs> I came out, and I cross-checked the guy as hard as I could. He went flying into the boards, didn't see me coming, and uh, it's because I stand up for my teammates. And, and I think – and I'm not saying that, that, you know, I know those guys know Petro's a big man. He can handle himself, but – if I see a guy doing that to my teammate yeah. and I'm on the rink at that time, I'm going over. I don't know if I'm kicking his ass, but I'm at least pulling him off or shoving him off and saying, get the hell off my player, buddy. Yep. You want to mess with him, you're going to mess with me. I, I think that's something we're not seeing a lot from this team. Yeah, and I think, you know, uh, when uh, when I, like I said, when I played in leagues, half the team was it was family. It was, you know, my brothers and my, my, my cousin. So almost half the team was was relatives. So it's like, and the rest of the guys on the team were guys I know for years. So with they like family. So it's like, you know, if somebody takes takes a shot or takes a run as one of my teammates, it's like, oh, it's just not going to happen. That's not going to. We're not going to allow that. And that's why we got we got into a lot of trouble. Right. <laughs> because when when because we were so close knit as a team that when when someone on the other team did something, took a cheap shot or whatever, you know, which happens in hockey all the time. Um, 
<laughs> a lot of us just did not stand for it whatsoever. So there was retaliation quite a bit, actually. Yeah, no coincidence that two of your games wound up being settled in the courtroom. Right, but that, <laughs> but 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 uh, well, one of them was uh, not that was not involving me. I was on the bench for one of those things. Right. I, well, <laughs> I was I was on both of those teams, but missed both of right. those games. And the so the yeah so when you are not there, the shit hits the fan. That's right. I must have been the enforcer. <clears throat> there was in, to- a- in totally unrelated news. I just want to say hi to my friend Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, that was the one I was on the bench for. That uh, I had a clear view of the whole damn thing. It's not cool. It's not cool at all. Yeah. Uh, so getting back into the blues, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you guys is uh, so. Well, I get you know what. First, let's talk. Let's kind of go back a couple days and talk about um, after the Minnesota game. The Blues get shellacked and looked awful. Um, I'm not going to say it was their worst game of the year, but it was definitely one of their bottom three games that we've seen them play in a long time. Um, Coach Yo comes out and says, there's going to be big roster shakeups. Now, I know that he made some line shuffles, but the only forward changes was Thorburn in for Berglund. Uh, what did you think of that? Would you have done more? Would you think that was the right move? I, I love sitting Berglund. Um, I don't know if putting Thorburn in for him was the – was. I mean, it worked out okay. We won the game. but um, And their line was – their line played well. Um, but I, I – I don't know, aside from creating a little bit of energy, which I guess the team needs, um, putting Thorburn in for Berglund. Sitting Berglund, yes. I, I was all for that. But I was expecting a couple players, actually. The way Yo was talking the night before, uh, or two days before, whatever it was, <clears throat> that I was expecting a couple guys to get benched. And uh, I, I thought, it's hard to have second guess. I mean, we won the game, but... Um, mm. What Detroit game? Detroit game. Uh, oh, you're talking Detroit. about the Detroit game. Yeah, okay. yeah. Not not the game. We, no, not the game uh, that caused it. Like the no. Minnesota game. No, the game we got shellacked. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. But They're the, the we won the next game. The, the where the changes yeah. the change was made. Right. I was expecting more. But right. So, so the so Mike is a bad coach. I, I mean, oh, I, I, I think that's that's. that's yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make some big roster moves, and I'm gonna bring the guy that we just waived. Happiest day of my blues season was when I heard Chris Thorburn got waved. Yep. And then he's playing again. <laughs> and the next like he's out one game and back in the fucking lineup. It just that that infuriated me. It, it, you know, in Berlin Berlin send him down. Right. right. Well, you know, a number of people, it was funny, a number of people on Twitter thought that just because the blues waved him, thought that he was off the team. And I know uh, that's what I hope. I know I know Minas Arena said when when he was uh, when Thorburn was listed as starting, he goes, "I thought he was off the team." <laughs> but yeah, that, uh, that's the hope. Yeah, but and that was the hope that he would be picked up, and he was not picked up. And right. I thought, well, hell, now he's going to well, play again this year. And and that's the thing. So let's let's go back a few days prior because we haven't had a show since the trade deadline. No. Uh. Uh-uh. So. Oh right. <clears throat> so we didn't do anything. Other than get rid of our the guy that was supposed to be our number one center, and right. you know we you know supposed to be wasn't though right he wasn't no. he wasn't you know and I think that you know I think he was emblematic of a lot of the problems of the team just too laid back too comfortable and not productive enough especially for the seven million we were paying him and and so we we trade him 
and instead of infusing youth into the lineup, yeah, they brought back Tage Thompson, but they waived Chris Thorburn. That's another chance to be like, you know what? We've got to get other people up here and give them a shot. Some skilled players would be nice. Right, and they don't do it. But then that that leads to the toughness thing that that people are saying, oh, they're not blues aren't tough enough. Right. So so we were, Jeff and I were at that the Jets game the um, that Friday night before, mm. and we were in the same section. So um, we saw the you know just a god awful game. We booed the team off the ice after the first. We booed the team off the ice after the game. Chris Thorburn in the first period had less than a minute of ice time, four penalty minutes. Tom Timmerman tweeted in the third period. Chris Thorburn finally has as many ice time <laughs> minutes as penalty minutes in this game. And he didn't have a major. Right. And <laughs> why the penalties. hell do we have a guy out there in this lineup whatsoever that you're only going to rely on for four minutes a night? It's it's absurd. It's, it's a wasted roster spot. Yeah, it it, is. And it, it, it's if a wasted... Gonna, if you're going to have his roster spot open at all and have 12 forwards... Call up Clem Costin and give him ten minutes. Right. It's a right. it's a it's a wasted roster spot for a guy who uh, is not skilled for a team on a team that needs skilled players to try and put pucks in the net because scoring is an issue. I, I don't I don't get it. Right. So so then coming back to today's game, a couple points I wanted to make. Um, Dimitri Yaskin on the top line. He's they're giving him a shot on the top line. He looked completely out of place. Three on one, Chen drops the puck back to him. He's got Schwartz breaking down the right side. He shoots the goddamn puck on a three on one as the high guy. Glove save Bishop, rush over. Go back the other way in in the next period. It's a three on two. He's a little slow uh, coming into the zone. Uh, makes a pass, a backhand pass that eludes Schwartz, leads to a turnover. Is- Terrible pass, right. actually. <laughs> Gunnarsson, right. Gunnarsson has a chance to hold it in, does a good job, but then throws it in the middle. It goes off a skate, goes back, or goes off a Schwartz, and they go back. The, you know, that's Roussel the, the made the pass, away. too. Right. Yeah. So, of course. If, right. Perfect pass, no look pass by that piece of shit. Our pieces of shit can't do that. Right. But Roussel right. does Thorburn that. Could never Thorburn do can't that. do that. <laughs> but so, Roussel can do that. So Yaskin, and then also the other time, uh, Blues had a three-on-two where he was the right winger, and he didn't go to the net. Shen threw a pass to a wide-open side of the net, and Yaskin didn't hustle to get there, and the puck slides through. Okay, so can we say that after today, the Dimitri Yaskin on the first-line experiment is over? Yes, it better be. I don't even know. I, I, I could have said it was over before, before it started. I, I don't. I mean, well, I. So, so I guess the what I was getting at with this was now that Stasny's gone, we have to have you know now is the time. We didn't bring anybody else in. Now is the time to test players, and tonight was Yaskin's test, or today was Yaskin's test, and he failed miserably. He's done. Now, I guess the next guy to try up there is going to be Barbashev. He had a goal tonight, but he, they, but well, he also they, they had that turnover that led game. to the lose, or led to the overtime loss. He 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 did that in the Minnesota game. He played on the top line. Did he? I, I didn't yeah, watch a whole lot. I didn't watch a whole lot of the Minnesota game because I I came in a little late and 
it was yeah he did. you know i i was i was actually cooking dinner had the tv on in the basement and kept hearing that fucking goal horn in minnesota and didn't even bother watching yeah i i just tweeted out a photo okay and this this is i was i this has been my gripe of tarasenko i mean he's uh, of this season is that he just he takes too long to get a shot off. When he does, it's a nasty shot. But mm-hmm. far too often it gets blocked, or he gives the goalie time to get in position. This I took a I paused the screen. This is I just tweeted out. It's got a uh, from the LGB Radio uh, Twitter account. Uh, this is the dish off to Tarasenko when he had a good scoring chance. He's if he if he one times this 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 play or or, or crowds it and shoots real quick. Uh, he's got half net to shoot at um, on Bishop, um, but he does not. And if and once this, once you play this this still shot, um, he kind of does a little backhand forehand and then shoots. And Bishop, by that time, Bishop's already on the post and yeah. made an easy save. So, uh, that, well, that, if you listen to Darren Pang, he hit the post. He did not hit the post on that play. He hit the post on that play? No, that, he did not. That's what they were trying to say on the replay. No, he did not. Uh, no. Um, Post or crossbar. He also said that Tarasenko blocked a shot earlier in the game. He did not. It went off of uh, uh, Hutton's mask. Pang said that uh, right. oh, Tarasenko got right, down, blocked right. a shot. Wait, he did not. Right. He thought it went off his stick. No, it, it missed his stick and went off of uh, Hutton's uh, helmet. That's right. The top of his mask. No, Tarasenko is, <clears throat> he has been a step behind. Uh, I just, feel like even early on, I mean, if you guys remember early in the season, people were saying, well, it seems like Shen and Schwartz are, are clicking, but. Now, Tarasenko's still putting pucks in the net, but he's just not the player he was. And when well, Schwartz went out, Tarasenko really started becoming irrelevant. He just seems like he's a step behind every play. And wasn't the talk in the offseason that he had lost 20 pounds and was going to be lighter and faster and better? Mm. He, he certainly doesn't look like it. He, he, he just, might be lighter, he, but he's not faster right. or better. He just <laughs> he doesn't look like he cares right now. Um, did you get did it, did you guys like Bishop was hurt in this game? I mean, he he like uh, yeah. tweaked his leg yeah. or knee no, or something. He, was, he kept stretching. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. after he first tweaked it, um, the, he he kept doing it during the game. Kept stretching it out. Uh, he'd uh, make a save and kind of like wince and hunch over and like he's uh, trying to you know deal with the pain. So uh, I don't know if that's something he's dealing with, uh, been dealing with for a while, but he was definitely hurt this game. Ben Bishop's always hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. One of the reasons why, you know, as much as it was great to see a local uh, local product goaltender make the NHL and, you know, be in the blue system, I'm uh, kind of glad that he's not around because I, I think that, you know, his career is going to ultimately become derailed by all the injuries. Uh, somebody... Some other guys I want to talk about, and uh, you know, you were mentioning Yashkin on the top line, Bill. Um, something we bitched about on this show before, and I'm going to bring it up again because it's it's every game; it never changes. Patrick Berglund sits right, which <clears throat> again, I, I think uh, I know we got Kurt's opinion, Bill. I think you agree that he needed to sit; <clears throat> he needed some time out. Um, another guy who could use some time off, I think, is Saboka. Both those guys continue to play on the power play. They continue to be put out in late game situations. Um, wasn't it? Uh, I, I saw it earlier. Yeah, Mr. Blues Hat, our friend Mr. Blues Hat on Twitter, uh, which, like STL Blues history, if you're not following, you are doing yourself a disservice. Uh, he is at Mr. Blues Hat. 
Um, why is Berglund, Steen, and Saboka out in the last 30 seconds of the game when we could really use a regulation win? That's a damn good point. Those three guys. Now, Steen, I could, I'll make an argument for Steen if I need to. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I mean, but Saboka and Berglund, those guys clearly cannot play offense. They're not offensively gifted players. Give Tage Thompson a shot. I know we've said that a million times, but he already has shown way more offensive flair in the NHL than most you have all season. And I'm sorry, like there's a there's a play in the third period, and I know uh, uh, Darren Pang was complaining about it too. Vladimir Saboka gets the puck in his zone. He gets a pass. Doesn't he leaves the zone, brings it back in, and then tries to make a pass in the defensive zone. Turns it over in the middle, like. He has zero instincts with the puck, yet he is constantly put in offensive situations. We've mentioned Mike Yo a million times. I'm going to mention it again. He has got to get his head out of his ass and realize Vladimir Saboka is not going to be the difference between a, a game-winning goal and a game uh, and losing the game. He's not going to score you the big goal when you need it. No, I agree. I mean, if you want, if you want to put him out there to uh, kill a penalty... Or uh, right. in a checking situation, all for it. But yeah, if you need a goal, yeah, that 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 uh, yeah, that that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Even though he did make a nice pass, I believe, um, to either Berglund or Yaskin, cutting down the middle, I think it was, and they had a nice uh, little uh, chance that uh, they'd not score on. Obviously, um, I think it was uh, Saboka that made that play. So. He'll make a nice play once in a while, but uh, yeah, I, I, you can't. You've got other guys in this team that should be out there at that that time. Saboka did make a nice pass. I don't know if it was the same play or not. The one where he slid it to Berglund late in the game. Yeah, up the, up the middle, right, and uh, like a yeah. like a chance. Yeah, like the, that, was, that was a good chance, but I mean, that was the only notable yep. thing those two did together yep. all game. And I do believe that Berglund uh, flubbed the shot too. Actually, he, uh, he if, on the replay, he came in, he went, he made a move back in or something, and it and it. It rolled on him or he whiffed on it and it didn't get I mean it went on net but not with any authority. So yeah. It's it's frustrating because it, again, I'm not the the blues are not an offensively gifted squad, so let's not act like they had other players that they could put in their situation that are heads and tails better. But again, I'd rather see a Barbashev, I'd rather see a Thompson I'd rather see a Brodziak at that point. I thought Brodziak had a really good game. He usually I mean, does. Yeah, Brodziak's been one of the most consistent guys on this team all year. And you know, tonight, you know, or the, again, I keep saying tonight. This afternoon, <laughs> he had a strong game. You know, he he is so great uh, with his defensive starts. Um, you know, he he's out there for for a draw in the third period. Um, where you know it was uh, Tarasenko and Steen were out there as well, and they put Brodziak instead of Barbashev, and Brodziak got the draw. We got up the ice, and that might have been the play that um, that Tarasenko should have shot like <clears throat> two milliseconds sooner with the open net. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, he's he is he's like the one positive player. I uh, love I over the last several weeks love broad yeah I, I he's one of those guys that um that i wished a lot of the guys in the team 
had the same mentality as him. Uh, he he just seems like a guy who you really want to have on your team. I mean, he's a and he's a fourth line center, so I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I, I I love I love what Brodzak brings to the to the team. When he was drafted by Minnesota, was he not touted to be like a skilled, um, like second line rugged center? And you know, it just worked out that you know he didn't really have the offensive capabilities in the NHL, but he still has that. I mean, he's still skilled enough to be a fourth line guy, and I think in a pinch, even a third line center. And and I I've loved to ever since they signed him. I've been a huge fan of his, and I think he brings a good effort, uh, good work ethic to the team. He never seems to be having a game off. Um, he's always doing the right things, and. Um, I'm not saying that they need to throw him on the top line or anything, but you know, if again, if you're going to have a situation where you need a goal, you got, you know, you're looking for another uh, setting or another pairing of three guys in overtime, rather than put Sabotka over the boards, I'd rather see Kyle Brodziak. Yeah, I agree, and he's out there for a faceoff too if you need one. Need yeah, because he's very good at faceoff wins. So I, I mean, um, oh, he's got uh, nine goals, twelve assists, twenty-one points. So I think nine goals is pretty good for him. Actually, let me see his career stats here. Fourth line center? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he's uh let's see, he's uh yeah, that's his uh the most he's had. Uh, he had nine and fourteen fifteen. Oh he had twenty two and eleven twelve. Man. He had twenty two goals in two thousand eleven. Was that his last year in Minnesota? It was no. No, he played there until fourteen fifteen. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, like I said I think he was brought like when they when they first got him they thought he was going to be a skilled forward which he is. He's just not. He can be. He, no. He, <clears throat> you'll see you'll see him pull a nice goal every once in a while. Uh, yeah. No, he's he, he definitely has a, a really nice wrist shot. But that's not his role, no. you know. And right. and I'm I'm perfectly content. Like I don't I I think it would be wrong to to try to push him further. Um, but give him the defensive zone starts anytime. Yeah, I agree. No, and, and I'm not saying I want him out there in overtime or last minute of a game and trying to score a goal. I'm just saying I prefer him over Sabotka or Berglund. Oh, any day. Those, and, those uh, two continue to be put out there in big offensive situations. It's not even close to me for me. Yeah. And we have five, four days off. So our next game is uh, the eighth against San Jose. So we have to like fester at, uh, on this game for uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, and by that time we'll be <laughs> six points out of the playoffs probably. Right. Yep. So, so you got this break now and the trade deadlines come and gone. So we can't do anything there. What do you do? What, like, do you just let the players do whatever they want? Is this, if, if you were, uh, the GM, do you look at making a coaching change? Uh, uh, I can tell you what I would want to do. I think Yo has only been coached for a little over a, a full calendar year now, and but it's it may be it may be deemed as in Minnesota. I know, and maybe it may be some yep. people may think, oh, the year is a knee jerk reaction. You know, uh, Yo's record with the Blues is very good overall. I'm like, yeah, but. His, from what I'm from what I'm seeing, like you said, it's the same pattern in Minnesota. He doesn't know how to get a team out of a slump. I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't. I I don't like the decisions. We've talked about this at length. His his 
his decision making on the uh, on the, who he puts out there, when he puts them out there, um, decisions on on when to challenge, when not to challenge. I, I, I there's all kinds of things that I his, his personnel. Um, why I don't know why we haven't uh, you know brought up somebody to try and help with his offense um, when it's when the, the guys we have here clearly can't get it done. Uh, I, I I'd, I'd move on. I, I I don't know if that's 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 me just being emotional right now, but I I felt this way for a number of weeks, and I just I I don't I'm not I, and to, I was not a fan of the O hiring to start with, so maybe that plays a factor into this that I'm kind of biased in that regard. But um, I, I I don't I I'm, I I I'd rather I'd rather him not be here. <laughs> yeah, honest. I at this point I have uh, I've lost faith in him uh, in his ability to guide the team uh, into any prolonged winning streak. You know, I I think that you know the the system adjustment he made and the the uh, the absence of the hitch voice in the locker room really was a big you know. 300 pound weight off this team uh, uh, last yeah. year, you know, when they made the transition and we got off to a hot start this year, but our defense was scoring at a, at a pace that was not going to be maintained. And when that dried up um, and, yeah. and Jake Allen, you know, started show, you know, shitting the bed again. See, it, we, I had this discussion with someone on Twitter the other day and about how they said that, uh, Allen got off to a, a great start to the season. Allen did not get off no. to a great start this year. His numbers were, ugh. Right. I mean, they were. He was he was a little over nine hundred save percentage. It was like nine one or nine oh five, something like that. And uh, his GAA was like two five, two seven, or whatever it was. And it wasn't that good. Um, but we were winning because we were scoring at the time. We were like leading the league in scoring or close to it. We were scoring a lot of goals. So um, yeah, I, I, Allen, our goaltending. Uh, has let us down this season. Our number one goaltending has let us down. Hutton's been fantastic um, overall, um, but I, I don't. I I don't think I'd blame him for the goals scored today. Um, that that uh, the first Sharks goal, uh, sorry, the Stars goal was a was a breakaway. It was a nice shot. Um, had him leaning the wrong way though, which was yeah. kind of bad. But uh, the second goal was just bang bang front uh, back to front. I mean. The the guy who scored the second goal, I forgot his name. Forgot who scored Radulov. it. Yeah, uh, Radulov. Yeah, of course. Who I know, I can't stand. Um, he uh, it was on on and off his uh, blade of a stick was in you know hundred well, second. The pass from Tyler Sagan was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. And to be honest, that that's a good example of of how goals go in because Hutton was. I mean, he was right there. I mean, he he just he stuck out his path for that save. He just missed it. Um, he was, he was, uh, it's not like the, 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 the thing was, is it was a, it was a great pass, fantastic pass to Radulov who it was on and off his blade uh, in no time. And it was in the net. That's, that's the kind of thing I was getting back with, with Tarasenko on that play. It's like, you know, puck on your stick, get it off right as fast as you can. And that's my gripe with Tarasenko is that he just takes too long to get a shot off far too often. <clears throat> You, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you touched on a lot of things right there. And I, <laughs> I'm trying, you, you trying to wrap my head Well, I was, yeah, I'm just trying to cover everything because we're going we're gonna to wrap the show here in a minute. Yeah, so. right, right. And I, I'll just add to, um, I mean, the, the second goal today, if we're going to talk about that for a second, is that, I mean, I, that's one of those plays, yeah, it's late in the game. And, you know, we're all saying that the Blues need to figure this out and they, they let up another lead. That's one of those goals 
where, yeah, the defense could have tied up sticks, but that was just so heads up by both Sagan and Radulov. They're a good team. They're going to score goals like that. That one didn't bother me. It was it was the third goal, um, the and well the first first and the third goals. Um, you cannot let a guy spring ahead like that, and and you, you just you gotta be aware when you're on the ice where the passes are going, where the where the your guys going when you're you know coming out of the offensive zone. Um, and the third goal just we didn't talk about the overtime. That was a very lackluster performance in the overtime. The Blues were manhandled. And I know that Petrangelo and Schwartz got stuck out there, but I mean they have you gotta get the puck out, get it deep <laughs> in the off in the other zone, get your line change, get your stars out there and score a damn goal, get some offense going. They had zero I've, offense in that. I've, and they had you mentioned it uh before the show, Kurt, so I'm gonna steal your thunder here. Petrangelo turned that puck over, and then I think it was Schwartz, but then later who just wrapped it around the boards with nobody there. Like you got to be aware where your teammates are. You've played together long enough. You know where each other's going to be. You've got a game plan. You've worked on it in practice. How are you turning the puck over like that when it's three on three? The Blues did not have possession of the puck uh, inside the star zone all night uh, uh, in overtime. The, the entire overtime, they didn't have the puck one time inside their zone. And the only time the Blues had possession of the puck outside their own zone was when Schwartz carried out and dumped it in because they've been out there for like three minutes. <laughs> they couldn't get off. That, that was that was one of the worst overtimes I've seen the Blues play ever. That was terrible. Turnovers. Agreed. Uh, they, they got tired. They couldn't move. Um, had no possession at all. And yeah. the Stars were coming in waves. Yeah, when that puck got into Barbashev's skate in the corner, um, the final turnover, you know, it, it, I, I question, you know, why he's out there. But then again, who else are you going to put out there at that point? After you had Schwartz and Shen stuck out there for a minute and a half, um, you put him out there with Tarasenko and, you know, just bad situation. Yeah, pucks in his skates, you can't figure it out. And uh, they get the possession right back. And, you know, they've been can walk across the slot and fire through a screen and game over. I think I was mad at Barbashev for the uh, Stars' second goal, um, where he was walked. Uh, well, not walked. He was, you know, they they. I think it was Klingberg. Klingberg uh, smoked him between the legs, and uh, walked around him. And that was that kind of that kind of allowed that that whole possession inside the blue zone to, to continue. Yeah. Um, which was disappointing. But what are you gonna do? I don't know. Uh, the the Blues, uh, like I said, they the next game is on. Thursday against the Sharks in San Jose and then we're in uh, LA against the Kings and then in Anaheim this I mean uh, and then and then against Colorado this schedule is a bitch right this uh, is a killer road trip this I, this is what's going to ultimately be the death knell of this team yeah unless they can somehow find themselves and play with some passion and uh, start finishing these chances they get because they're out playing I mean well this was I, I enjoyed this game I enjoyed this game up until the last couple minutes, the last four minutes of the game, um, when Dallas kind of took over and the Blues went to a shell, which I have no problem going to a shell with four minutes to go and get and one goal lead. I get it, um, but Dallas just was—they were—they wanted it today. Um, the the Blues' defensive woes, especially being down a defender to try to go into a defensive shell, I think it's the wrong game plan. Yeah. And we, uh, we're uh, it's way too easy to dominate this team in the defensive zone. 
listener uh, Leon, a uh, friend of mine, uh, tweeted out earlier, um, that's what you get when you play 55 minutes of hockey. <laughs> I, that's I mean, exactly true. They, it is true. They played a great game. I mean, and the Stars played a great game. Like you said, it was an exciting, fun game. But when you don't finish it off, like we've seen them do so many times this year, that's going to happen. We were, we were, uh, it was back and forth game. We were exchanging chances. Um, I thought it was a pretty well played game overall by both teams, um, for the most part. Um, but, uh, you know, we were out shooting them like 30 something to 20 something, uh, you know, in the third. So I thought that was fine. Um, but, you know, if you don't close out a game, if you take your foot off the gas, I hate that phrase. I hate it so much. Um, but that's what happened. So, I mean, they just, they, they let the stars come at them and they couldn't hold them off. Yeah. So, so why don't we finish this off with some some happy thoughts? Okay. You what uh, you have a happy we'll thought? Work. I have two happy thoughts. Okay. Well, go what were you saying, Jeff? I was just gonna say, do we want to try and do another show before the next game since they don't play till Thursday? Yeah, I no. Let let's take a mental holiday from this team. <laughs> uh, it depends what it depends what happens in the rest of the league and what's going on um between now I mean, and let's then. say there's a couple big roster shifts. Yeah, um, if if there, it's maybe, maybe we do a tentative, tentative Wednesday show, like always. Yeah. Maybe well, if something if 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 we feel that there's enough to talk about, do a show. We'll do a show Wednesday. If not, uh, uh, we'll hold off. Yeah, week okay. from Wednesday. Yeah, I've I, <clears throat> I can I could do a show if we if there is reason to do a show Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, but so, so base it off that, uh, listeners. If if the Blues make any moves, if there's some some uh, moving and shaking in the standings, uh, we'll consider a show for Wednesday. But Bill, go to happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Well, one of them was going to be, well, we don't have to watch this shit until Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other one was, um, oh, geez, Jay Bo Meester got hurt tonight. Oh yeah, what uh, a shame. That's a. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, we, we <laughs> could we could save this for our show because we want to wrap here. But I will say, in the last three or weeks or so, I've met so many people who are defending. Jay Bomeister and think Screw him. he's he's great for this team and that he I've had one person tell me he's the second best defenseman on the team behind Draco. They're wrong. They're wrong. Wrong. Like, wrong. What games are you watching? I'm so I hate to say this, but if you're defending Jay Bomeister tooth and nail, I hate being this guy. You've never played hockey. Yeah, he uh, does all the wrong things, and it's just the game's passing him up. Yep, and they tonight Pang said he's been battling through injuries. Well, if if you know he's got all these nagging injuries, well, if that's the case, put him on the fucking IR <laughs> and shelve him for the season. Don't play. Don't yeah, this, play. Yeah, this crap of telling him he doesn't have to practice with the team. Right. He's not freaking Wayne Gretzky. Why does he get that privilege? No one else does. Garbage. So I have I have no happy thoughts other than I get to uh, work on my uh, with my daughter on her powder puff derby car. Very nice. Yeah, tonight. So that's that I I'm in, I'm looking forward to it actually. Man, it has changed a lot from when I was a kid. Holy cow! You got We spent sixty seven dollars on Pinewood Derby stuff today. Mm. Did you I go could to the not, uh, model shop? A and R paint, yeah. paints. Yeah. yeah. And they're great, great people there. They they knew all about the the new rule. I, I he goes, yeah. Have you uh, uh done this pinewood derby thing before? I said, when I was a kid, you know, we got a, we bought a block of wood and the wheels, and we did whatever we wanted to, you know, and we weighed it, and it was that was it. And oh no, it's changed. And I'm like, holy cow, we had to buy all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's, 
Okay. $66 later. <laughs> God. <sighs> Stay Real at home, quick, NBA we, we moms, a, uh, the Girl we Scouts. We have a tweet we need to read. We have a tweet. From uh, Brian Roberts at bar05337. What's the Blues record since we lost Pay Arby? Maybe he was the glue that held this team together. It's a good point, Brian. Uh, he, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is not a, uh, yeah. Maybe he was good in the locker room, like Bergevin was. <laughs> and uh, Brewer. And, uh, whatever. Mm-mm. I'd rather have Payarvi on the team than Brewer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have Payarvi on defense than having Brewer. Yes, I would too. Yes. All right. Well, I think uh, that uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, don't forget to check out the Center Ice Brewery in downtown Saint or Midtown St. Louis. Yes. All right. And the Boone Sports Bar on Grill and Maryland Heights. <clears throat> Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. <laughs> let's go Blues. Let's go Liverpool FC. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again, they're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.